As a thank you in advance for listening to this episode, please feel free to grab yourself a free copy of the Book of Public Speaking at thebookofpublicspeaking.com. Hello, everybody. It is Corey Poirier. Excited to be back with the latest edition and episode of the show. Really excited as well to have somebody who's a first-time guest for me on this version of the show, but at the same time, uh, not somebody that's new to me in general. So really excited to introduce him to our audience and to our listeners. And so, Mark Morbeck, really excited to have you here today. And I think where I like to start, Mark, it's where I usually start, is to get you to tell us just a little bit about perhaps uh, how you spend your time now in terms of your backstory. Right. Well, hey, and, and thank you, Corey, uh, for that wonderful and warm welcome. Um, yeah, it's good to see you again. Uh, and uh, a little bit about myself. Um, I, uh, I've done a lot in my life. I've been through a lot, done a lot of uh, habit reforming. Um, first off, um, ex-military. So I did six years in the Army. Uh, had a fun time doing that. Uh, discovered that that wasn't going to be for me. So I made the next leap. When I got out of the military, I got in a rock band. Mm-hmm. I did that for a while. Uh, and then uh, found out that that wasn't really where I wanted to head either. I really didn't know what I was going to do. And I really didn't discover it until I met my wife when I was the age of 30. Um, that's when all the habit reforming came into play. You know, you get somebody good behind you, like a good, strong woman. And suddenly you start to change things in order to make those relationships work in your world. Uh, and so I must say that uh, uh, when I became uh, in getting involved into helping and motivating people, it was because of my wife reaching out to help me, which was quite amazing. Uh, uh, I've also been in management for 25 years, um, and I have a great uh, passion for inspiring and helping people to maximize themselves and move forward in their lives. So that's just a little bit. I've been doing the positive sandwich thing uh, for about 10 years now. I've been putting a one positive quote every day for the last 10 years on my page to try to inspire people to make change. And it's not about an ad to pick get business from people. It's not about trying to acquire likes. It's about inspiring people to make positive change in their lives in order to move in a positive direction. So... First, I'd like to start there, Mark, because that's a great point. The key thing you just said there is every day for 10 years. And, you know, there's a, a consistency there that we hear so much, but it's not always easy for people to practice that. And I will say this is something you just said, and I think this is an important note for people. Another thing you just said, and, you know, I'd like to dive into this, but I'll bring them up just so <laughs> we can talk, have a talking point on them. But something you said there as well about how, it's not for likes, it's not for business, it's just to inspire people. A key thing I think a lot of people forget when they think of social media, and I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday who they spend their time helping people with social media, but people get hung up on this idea of likes and uh, the idea of, I'm gonna say almost measuring the results they get from it. But here's the thing, what I've discovered, so right now you might've saw, but I've been posting pictures of people I've been interviewing and then putting slides oh, yeah project just to kind of give people a teaser but interestingly enough what I find wild is the people that don't like it don't comment on it 
that when I'm talking to them privately, or I'm talking to them even just on Facebook Messenger, and they say, oh, dude, I've been following all your interviews. I'm so excited to see you interview this person or that person. So a key thing you just said there, Mark, is not everybody who's impacted by your work is going to like your work. <laughs> Meaning Correct. they have to click like, but they might not be a click like person, and yet you could have made a bigger impact on them than 20 people combined that you clicked like. Absolutely. And some people, um, they may not be engaged at the moment in what you have to communicate, but for someone, there is going to make that impactful hit to them. I receive this information all the time from people. Wow, that was just so right on, Mark. I mean, I so needed that today. And it's great to hear those things. And then on the flip coin, somebody may not say anything because it may not have hit home to them. And it may have been offensive to them, not trying to be offensive, but it may have hit a raw nerve with them because of the behavior that they need to change, right? And so you are absolutely correct. It's not about, it's not about getting a right. It's not about growing my business. No, that's not what it's about. What it's about is making that heart health connection with people so that they can inspire their own personal change. So a follow-up to that then, Mark, and, and to that point, I mean, there, you, you hit two of them in the head where it could be like the person that does say, I needed this today, and then the person that doesn't say it because it didn't uh, resonate with them. And then you could have that third category or group where it's they just don't comment publicly. They don't want to be seen publicly, whatever right. that thing is for them. I know a friend of mine who never, he hasn't changed his Facebook profile picture in eight years. <laughs> he hasn't commented on anything. And I said, so is it just kind of a dead page? He said, no, no, I go on and do all the stuff I want to do. And I don't, I'm incognito. I don't tell anybody because he's just not a public person. But right. to that point, it, you know, and I have somebody, a uh, person we have um, uh, basically in the bonus section of our, our program who he told me that one of the tweets he sends out, and he's a Twitter influencer, but one of the tweets he sent out, he had a private message after that. And the person said, they didn't go into a whole lot of detail, but they basically said the tweet you sent on that day I was basically ready to throw in the towel. And that tweet changed my way of thinking. And this was like a month later or something, they messaged him and said, I just want to let you know I'm still here today because of your tweet. Isn't that great? So, but imagine if that person said, yeah. oh, I didn't have any likes that day. And then either deleted the tweet or didn't send it because they didn't have likes the day before. So yeah. I really love that you're doing that and continue to do that without expecting a return. Now, here's my question. What keeps you driven and motivated on those days where maybe there's not many likes or there's not many comments or there's nobody saying this made an impact, even though you and I just said we know that it can still be impacting 30 people sure. with them commenting, what keeps you driven on the days where you don't well, see? Let me just tell you what keeps me driven. Um, a little bit about my day, being in the restaurant business right now for the last 13 years and a busy one at that. We do about six million a year, so it's nonstop there. So the coaching has to be continuous in front of the guests, in front of the employees, the whole nine yards with my peers, my fellow management, managing above, as John Maxwell would say. Um, I have to say that what keeps me driven every morning, I get up or whenever it is that I have to go in because uh, restaurant hours are so varied. Uh, first thing I do is I, I get up an hour to two hours early and then I think about what I'm going to say. I get in front of my computer and I just type it. I, I'm now I'm adding pictures to it, photos. I didn't used to add photos for years. All I did was just type stuff. Now I'm getting a little bit more acclimated to the uh, to the technological avarice of this world. <laughs> and uh, but the drive is that I know I'm going to connect with somebody. I know that out of the 2,000 people that follow me and the 1,950 followers I have around the world from Pakistan, Egypt, all over, that's very very exciting to know that I'm reaching the world in some small way and somebody is going to see what I have 
to uh, share, and that's the drive behind it, is to get a satisfaction that somebody, this is going to help somebody. This is going to actually create uh, inspiration into somebody else to make positive change, behavioral change, or just, hey, this sounds great. This resonates with my world, as you said earlier. And so, you know, in terms of the, the consistency to do it every day, something else you just said there, so now I'm curious, because I, I just um, interviewed last, two weeks ago, uh, you may be familiar with him or his work, but Mike Dooley. Oh, yeah, yeah, the universe. Yeah, Great universe. Yeah, yep, leveraging said, your universe. That I've read that book. That's a, I read books as Bibles, incidentally, like <laughs> your book, you know, the book of how and why. People, how often do people pick up a book and read it? They read it once and put it on the shelf. I don't have the brain to, to memorize all the nutrients that are in a book. I have to read over and over and over. So the Leveraging the Universe with Mike Dooley, I've read that book about six or seven times. It just doesn't end because wow. there's always something you can get the next time. Love that. Well, and, and to that point, you know what, he's a person that's, I think, cut from the same cloth in terms of the daily consistency because I think it's been 20 years that he hasn't missed a day sending a note out from the universe. Now, having said that, I asked him recently and he went into some detail, so I won't go into too much because I don't know how much, you know, well, he said it publicly in our interview, but you know, I, I like to try to stay sure. in the side of caution. But basically, uh, I'll say it this way. He used to write one to two, sometimes three, he said, notes a day and his world doesn't allow him to do that anymore. So he didn't want to get into the kind of the, the secret sauce of how he writes the notes now, whether he writes them mm -hmm. Advance or what have you but my question is to you I'm gonna pose the same question sure. you write because you said get, get up at early and, and that type of thing so do you write a new uh, sandwich inspirational note every day or yes. do you do some in advance no I don't do them in advance it's all in the moment it's how I feel in that moment and I've done so many of them that if by chance I'm waning in a thought that I didn't want to repeat I'll go back and look at some of the other ones I've had that I've posted. And I'm like, you know what? This one needs to be re-energized and resubmitted out to the universe, right? And so that's what I do. And I also, being ADD, I have a lot of, like, I'm a musician like you. I've been playing for 42 years. You know, I just, I have so many things that I do. And people are like, Mark, you just do everything. I'm like, no, I don't do everything. I have a lot of passion for a lot of things. I've had to hone my passion in. And so when I get up to write, my things it's just inspiration in the moment and if i get stuck on something and i don't know exactly what i'm going to do which doesn't happen too often then i'll go back and look at something i did before and resubmit it to the world love it and you know what and so uh interestingly enough so here's another you know cut from the same cloth but that's another thing that mike shared is that he said now he's been doing it long enough that and he's brought a new a new audience to such a level and let's face it we're in a fast-paced world now where people don't remember what you shared a year ago let alone 10 or 15 so he said he has enough now that if he's traveling and it just can't be done he can yep. circulate in one from maybe 18 years ago yep and so, so here's what i'm doing i'm working on my book it's called uh it's your positivity guidance to your personal success and i've taken of these 10 these 10 years that i've done these i'm putting them together in a book and creating like a 365 degree, a 365 day calendar in this book that you can follow. And you can make notes as you go along in this book to see where you're headed to help yourself and whatever the quote was or whatever the inspiration was for that day. What are you doing to solidify that in your world? 
So this is exciting because I've never authored a book before and it's taken me, I've, I've been working on this for a long time, just as long as I've been doing the motivational speaking. <laughs> well, and you know what, Mark, another interesting thing that uh, came up in an interview I did recently um, to this point about uh, how people work differently, but Lisa Nichols, who you're probably familiar with as well. Uh, so Lisa wrote the uh, Two Chicken Soup for the African-American Soul books. Uh, she was in The Secret. She's been on Oprah. Oh, yeah. And I asked her about, about writing because she's dyslexic. And she was saying that she listens to audiobooks more now because she said when she reads a book, it takes her three months to read a book. Reading it over and over again, she said, "I don't. I haven't read a lot of books, but I've went deep with a lot of books, or deep with a few books." And so she said, "Like it could take her three months to read it." And so even on the writing side, it was taking her a long time, and she was given a big advance to write the book because she had such a big network. She wanted to give the advance back because she said, "I just it felt so pressuring." So what she did, to your point about how long it takes to write a book for somebody who maybe uh, struggles with reading struggles with attention. So what she did was she actually switched it over and basically started hiring people to interview her. And then they transcribed that into the book. But what's really cool about what you've done is you can do it 365 days and you've already for years built this content in the background. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to your uh, great graciousness, you know, you've uh, included some of my things in a few of your books and I've been very grateful for that. But uh, you do the same thing when you write your stuff. Uh, in your book, the book of how and why, and even the public speaking book that you have out now, it's great information in the now. And that's where people get their collapse from because inspiration doesn't happen 10 years. It happens right now in the exact moment that we're in. And that's what makes those little inspirational quotes that I do and those things that you have in your book so important to people that are looking to change their lives as they have to grasp on the now. And in the now, there's three things that are really great in the now. Passion, obviously, is one of them. And then you have to have knowledge in order to feed your world and then enthusiasm to share it. Wow. So, right? Yeah, absolutely. So here's a cool thing, Mark, that you just said. And I'll say thank you so much on the co- comment on the book because the book of why and how I just brought to Morgan James Publishing. So it's it's going through a whole new revamp and being released in March of next year. I mean, I'm going to have access to it again in July. But it's already had a two-year life. And it's hard for me as a type A personality to still be with it through two years yeah. and then three years because I have multiple books. So it's, I, I'm that type of person that goes, oh, what I'm working on now is the new exciting thing. And so it's been a challenge, which I've, I've pushed myself on to make sure that this book stays current in my mind because I know it it's, has the ability to impact lives and continue to. But you mentioned the quotes, and that was a big thing to me. I included the quotes at the back. Yes. Go with a publisher that would let me keep those quotes in. And that was hard because there's like Harper Collins, they would never let you get those quotes in. That's just not. But look what's going to happen. All of those people that you have been so inclusive with, as Zig Ziglar would say, if I can just help a few people get what they want, then that will help me get what I want. So here you've graciously included myself and hundreds of other people into your books for years. It's a great marketing strategy because it's going to inspire. They're not only getting them themselves a chance to get out they may not be able to be out there or just learning to get out and now uh, it may inspire them to do the same it's well, just an amazing thing well thank you and, and, and you know to that point something i've considered doing which you kind of reinforced it just from what you just said is i've considered going every day because to your point about hundreds there's i think 400 in total so there's over 365 by now so what yeah. I'm th- i've been thinking about doing is doing a quote every day from the book 
from those 400 yeah. quotes once we're near launch mode. But basically that way I'm highlighting somebody new every day. And to that point, somebody being highlighted that was in the book from two years ago, you know, so they're still getting more juice from this one quote that they delivered. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that's, so to your point, that was, it wasn't intentional. Like I didn't say, I want people to promote my book. I was saying, I want to highlight other people, but yes. it became a side benefit that I wasn't thinking of when I did it. But as soon as it came out, I was realized, wait a minute, now I have a mini street team. Yeah. Who also have a vested interest in what the book does. That's just because you're so humble. You well, know, you, you, you do what you do because you have passion. You know, how often do people do this? And I see it happen a lot. Now, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to do such and such because I can make X amount of dollars. Well, that's not the way to think about it because now you go to school, you spend a hundred grand doing what you want to do, and then you go to do the job and all of a sudden the job stinks. It doesn't work for you because you didn't value, you didn't align your values in your world. You didn't have the forethought to think, okay, in the moment right now, I'm going to need to think about this. this is something that I value that I want to do. And if you do that, there's no stopping you. If you have passion and value and it's lined in your world, you'll never be late. You'll always be on time, right? And you'll always do everything you need to do because you love what you do. No one can turn you off to that. There's no negativity involved. There's no hurricane going to destroy your world. It's all positive influence. So before I move, and we and there's never enough time. So I know just sure. sharing you, but we'll we'll look to bring you back on, Mark, because it's been too long. But having said that, um, I'm going to say one quick thing about what you just said, and then I want to ask you our three common questions we ask. It's kind of like the rapid fire round um, right. that we ask each of our guests. But you said hit the nail on something which you didn't even probably realize. But you said about uh, you know passion, enthusiasm, and uh, learning, lifelong learning. Knowledge. Yeah. And so I will tell you this, when I've done interviews now with over 5,000 of what I'll call, in many cases, the world's top 1% of what they do, I found common traits. And so that's what I teach now is the timeless secrets, I call them, of influential leaders. Love and it. Having said that, the top three, you just nailed two of the top three. So what you're teaching, two of the top three that I discovered in all those interviews, basically doing what Napoleon Hill did, um, <laughs> two of them are passion so living on purpose or living your passion or finding your why whatever you want to call that and uh, that lifelong learners are leaders so the knowledge the yeah. third one the only one that you didn't mention which is a totally out of, out of left field but i go by one of the top percentages the third one was that these high achievers uh, know how to say no to the things that won't move the needle so let's call it focus they're laser focused sure. we'll laser focused but my point is, you nailed two out of the three. And when you say enthusiasm and passion, that's kind of a combination of that one that I found as the top. By the way, that's the number one, is finding your purpose. Number two is lifelong learners are leaders. Number three is the power of saying no. But what you're teaching, you're hitting two of the three that it's taken me thousands of hours of interviews to learn. So I just want to balance. Well, that's amazing. So yeah. that's that side. But to dial around to the idea of um, this last three question side of things, Sometimes I ask with passion, but since we've covered that a little bit, I'll ask you, who inspires you and why? Okay, well, outstanding. There's many people that I've been inspired by. The first person that I was inspired by, what I'd have to say, would be um, Stephen Covey. 1994, uh, my dad gave me a book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That was my first Bible. I read that book for 10 years. And the amazing thing about that book is you get to the end and you got to sharpen the saw. And what is sharpen the saw? Go back and do the first one. So you never finish the book. You're just constantly honing yourself, getting better. What can I do to get better? And what a better way to learn about your values and your passion and, and what you're going to do to align it in your world. And if you love what you do, you're going to apply it. So Stephen Covey 
is number one. Number two, John Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Because he not only he I'm not a real religious guy, but he doesn't he may start off as a preacher, but he's got what 56, 70 books, amazing, and all in, in different areas, but mostly has to do with leadership. Mm-hmm. One of the great books was my next Bible for a few years, 360 degree manager. Mm-hmm. So now I've incorporated the Stephen Covey Seven Habits, and I'm after applying that for it becomes natural after a while and then the 360 degree manager what am i doing to manage my peers to my side what am i doing to help the person beneath me become better by putting the ladder against the wall and then what am i doing to take a piece off my boss's plate but imagine what that does if you if you're not an entrepreneur and you have to work for a boss if you take a piece off their plate guess where you're put you're put in a different category than those who don't Okay. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, and then moving, I guess, further into that and deeper into that, how do you define success? Well, I de- define success by action. Success is created from the action that you apply to your traction. Hmm. Okay. So if you're going to move forward and you want to be a successful individual, once again, passion, knowledge, and enthusiasm. You have to be absorbed into what it is that you want to do. You have to have value in yourself, that that's where you're headed in your life, connected with your passion, and then the enthusiasm to make it happen. Wow, love that. So the last official question, Mark, and then there's gonna be an unofficial one of how can we learn more, but the last (laughs) official question is, I call it the time machine question. So if there was a time machine uh, that did exist, and you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, my big question is what would you say to him, but the first part of the question is, would you go into the time machine? So if a time machine did exist, would you jump in? And if you did, what would you say to your younger self? Well, it's quite interesting because I've been married for 20, going on 25 years, going up here soon with my wife. And we have this conversation. We actually talk about, hey, if you were able to go in a time machine, you know, would, would we go in it and do it? And my wife says she would. She would go in that time machine and go back to that time when I was having you know, I've, 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 I admit it, you know, I've fought drugs and alcohol addiction. I went, I stopped it all. And I cold turkey, alcohol, smoking, all of my addictions. I did all on my own. I didn't go to join anybody. I found a way to replace a habit with another habit because that's what it is. Like if I quit smoking, squeezy ball. I had this ball with me everywhere I went. I was squeezing this ball. That's how I quit smoking. Quit drinking. I just stopped doing it because I didn't, uh, I didn't know I'd probably kill somebody or kill myself because of the blackout. So I just, it was time to stop that. Um, so. Uh, but anyway, I would go back in time and uh, I would change some things. My wife says that she would go back and meet me to shake me up before in order to get me back on track. And then, you know, we could start our lives earlier than when we met later and maybe not have had so much of that grief that I had, uh, uh, you know, attached to some of the some of the poor decisions I made growing up. Wow. Love that. So Mark, this has been an absolute pleasure. Like I say, never enough time. So we'll call it to be continued. I will bring you back around. Love it. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. And and, and you've delivered some amazing insight. It's amazing how much you can cover in 25, 30 minutes. Um, The last question though, I said it was the unofficial one is if people want to get your daily quotes, if they want to learn more about you, where would you normally send them? Okay. So I'll send them to, you can go to Facebook, Positive Sandwich Plus. You can just type that in there. And uh, Hey, I would, I would be happy to, uh, See what I can do to get more people, you know, some inspiration. But that's where you can find me. Uh, I also have a, a website. I'm not using it too much. It's kind of in the works right now. It's just markmorbeck.com. But uh, you can go on there, but it doesn't really take you anywhere. It just kind of 
has some information and motivation on there. And, uh, but really, Positive Sandwich Plus on Facebook, that's, that's what we do. And incidentally, my business partner is a, uh, her name is Melissa Shute. Uh, she's a uh, master uh, hypnotist and a, and a uh, psychotherapist. So she handles all of the um, stress-related stuff, and I'm into positive motivation. That's what I'm all about. What can I do to help people? And you, if you were to work with me, you would see it. I'm nonstop energy. Twenty. I'm 56 years old, and I run circles around 18-year-olds. It drives them nuts. <laughs> I have endless energy. You know what? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. And uh, you're like, it's funny, I just spent, did this interview series and a lot of these high achievers I'm interviewing are 65, 67, fit, late 50s. Some of them 83, Michael Gerber. Um, 84, I think we're bringing, bringing Bob Proctor on. He's 84. And these guys, to your point, have yeah. more energy than most 18-year-olds I interview. So you're on the right track. You're well, I appreciate that. And I, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day to uh, you know, pick my brain. Uh, there's so much in here that is dying to get out. And like you said, uh, 25 minutes is just a smidge. I know. On, on, and it's the same with you. I mean, somebody could sit down with you for hours. You know, if you have the right conversation, the right type of person in front of you, it's endless because it's, it's like I've known you my whole life. Yeah, the feeling is 100%. You no, know, and it's this how I feel about it. And uh, I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, but just always remember, no matter where in your world you go, there you are. And positive is as positive does. Love it. Love it, Mark. Thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. And we will circle back and bring you back on. But in the interim, we'll wave the flag wherever we can for you. Hey, I appreciate you. And I do the same. I promote your book all the time. I because it's a great all. book. It's got a lot of wisdom in there. And, and so much, people Mark. can really change their lives if they just, you know, focus on now. Mm -hmm. Right now. In the moment. Well, you know, thank you, Mark. It's humbling yep. to hear that. And I can't wait for your book to be out so I can do the same. So thank you again. Thank and you. I'll, I'll watch for the release. Have an inspired day. You too. Thank you, sir. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.